welcome to the goat channel podcast welcome back to the goat channel podcast we are here car edition we got we got a little messed up didn't get our friday in uh, i was a little out of sorts on friday uh, I, I don't really have a lot of time to do it during the week anymore so i try to do it on weekends or no, I try to do it during the week, but I try to do it in the car. And Friday, I forgot my phone. I brought my charger. Forgot my phone. I was busy at work. Had to go to work early. So I didn't get in a Friday podcast. But we're back at it again on a Monday. We'll try to go two days a week again this week. A lot going on, though. A lot going on. Um, I guess the first big thing would be the presidential election. Took about, like I said on Monday, we would know the president by Friday. We actually did not know the president by Friday. Uh, So that one, that was a little bit of... uh, So I was wrong there. Uh, And there's going to be a lot of people argue, but... Here we go. We're going to get into the presidential election, and we're going to figure it all out. So, you know, we can think it's corrupt or not. It just depends on how you look at it, what you look at it, which one you're a fan on. Obviously, if you're a Biden, you're not going to say it's corrupt. If you're a Trump, you're going to say it's corrupt. It's just how it happens. Um, it happens with anything. It's nothing new. Competition. One side, one team, you know people pick one side and the other that kind of vibe that kind of thing it's just how it is um with that said though it's just um it's a kind of unfortunate how it happened because I don't think it's corrupt um I don't think there's any necessarily evidence that backs it up uh I do know one thing. We, they talked about the mail-in ballots a lot, and they want to discuss that as how he just gained stuff overnight. But if you think about it along the lines of uh, similar to like this, if, if you think about the fact that he he was the one who said not to mail-in ballots on his side, though. So, if he is encouraging people not to mail-in ballots, why would his supporters do mail-in ballots? So, I guess, you know, it could come up out of that as corrupt, but that could also be one logic to why he didn't get nearly as many mail-in ballot votes, because he encouraged his supporters not to. Biden encouraged anybody to vote anyway, but so... It's going to be obvious that Trump's not going to get a lot of mail-in votes. It's just how it would work. Because if his supporters actually listen to him and be in supporters, most of them is going to. Not all of them. Um, but a lot of them are going to listen to him. Because that's what he continuously said. Don't mail-in ballots. So then you have all the Biden supporters who did mail it in. And see, that's, that's where this thing gets interesting. Because... The Trump now is saying it's corrupt because of the mail-in, but you didn't get any mail-in votes because you didn't want your supporters to, and if 
you're a supporter, you're obviously gonna more than likely um, listen. Uh, so that's where I'm kind of at on just that part of it, the mail-in ballot thing. I understand he found a lot of votes, but if you got to look at it a bunch of different ways. Uh, like I said, you you have to kind of you have to look at it at all these point of views. So you have to look at it at you know he, he encouraged them not to and Biden encouraged them too so we wonder where the difference in mail votes came from and that seems like the path for the answer but that's just a little bit of something on that part of it uh, now let's just say the presidential race is clean nobody's going to accept that anyway we knew Trump wasn't going to you know accept it we already knew before the election he wasn't going to accept it it's just I mean it is who Trump is I mean it, it just is what it is really um, so we already knew what was coming next after Biden and Harris if, if they were to win which they have now been declared the winners we kind of knew the next step in this and the next step was for um, Trump to try to fight it as much as possible so now we're on that step we'll see what comes of it he, he may be back in there you never know the system could be corrupt uh, but we'll not find out until everything plays its course do I believe it's corrupt no I, I, don't, I just think he lost and I do think mail-in ballots helped but I think mail-in ballots also, the reasoning was, just like I said earlier, that's the reason mail-in ballots were so, you know, the differential or the difference between them. Uh, so, that's where I'm at on that part of it, too. So, we on that. Now, in general, what do I think of the presidential election? I will say this. Now, I'm not a big political guy. So I can't really, I don't, I don't talk politics. I've been talking on the podcast because it has been a big, and I've shared a bunch of Biden stuff, um, but it's, that, that's mostly get under people's skin. The real, the real thing and the real, my real problem is that I don't I don't think either guy are, are good, is like a great president right I don't really know if either one's going to be a great president or come down to it but it was almost like Trump had this cult following to an extent Trump is not a good guy and that that that's that's personally why I think Biden and Biden has you know loads loads of experience now in in politics Trump has basically what amounts to four years of presidency like nothing before that so 
that is one reason why I think Biden is. I just think, but Biden is older, so I just don't know if, you know, how long he might make it and all that stuff, but I do, I just think he has more political experience. He's been through it. He's been there. He's done that. I do do think he's probably a better person and a better human being. Um, So that's the only reason I lean towards Biden. I don't really think either candidate was like... Neither one of them was going to blow you off the map. And neither one of them was going to... You know, neither one of them was 100% probably the correct choice. Um, But... It just feels like he, he at least knows politics, and he's going to be more presidential than the one, the guy who tweets um, and gets in arguments and fights with people. It just that doesn't seem very presidential if you're looking at the standard of president. And that's nothing necessarily against Trump, um, because we gave him a shot. I mean, he had us four years. Um, and as you can tell, some of it was up, some of it was down, just like any president. So he did his job to an extent. Um, but with that also said, I just believe he was... I just believe he has an attitude um, that's hard to... Uh, you know, hard to acclimate yourself to. And some people like him, and that's why some people like him. That's that's why there is a divide in the country right now, because some people have the similar attitude, and some people... I guess I'm just trying to think of the words to say, but he's like... Some people have that similar attitude, and some people are kind of like him. Um, and, I, and I think that's why he gets a lot of support. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with supporting him. Because that's why we have Democratic, Republican, and all that stuff. Um... But I'm definitely the one... I'm definitely one of the people who... Don't like him... As a person... As a human being... I just don't think he's a good guy... Um, based on a lot of the stuff he said... And I also think... there You can sue that... Like, like I don't have anything wrong with him suing... And trying to fight and get recounts... Um, I guess my biggest problem is him basically not declaring them the winner, saying he won still, blah, 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 won by a lot, you know, him going on and on about it instead of just being like, okay, so we're going to fight this, recount, you know, he, he's not very professional, I guess, is where, where all that was going, um, and that's just what popped up in my head just now, I guess that's really where I was trying to go with it, um, the point I was trying to hammer home is he's not the most professional person and that is where I'm not a fan of his uh, 
lack of professionalism as a president, it just doesn't seem like it goes hand in hand because it's been years of the same type of president, you know, somebody who's really good, um, good speaker, somebody who is very professional at their job, um, and at the very least pretends to be professional. So, that's just a little bit about the presidency and just kind of the differences I thought that between them that, that really... You know, if there was a third party that was better, I would have probably went that direction. That's why I say it. I don't know if either's the right choice. But one guy has political background and one guy... It just seems like is more professional. So, that is what we got going on. They're going to obviously fight it. We'll have to see where the fighting goes. I don't know. I don't know if he'll win or not. I don't know if it's corrupt or not. I mean, I'm not there. Um, But I will say what I have learned during this election more than any election or more than anything I've learned ever is that um social media people will believe anything they read on social media and that is what I learned from this that is what I learned from this election in particular people will believe anything they read on social media doesn't matter if it's doctored doesn't matter if it's you know, produced if it gets shared and people, one person believes it, that thing will pass around and multiple people will believe it. And it was the craziest thing. The first few days there, man, they were sharing all this fake news and all this stuff that was just like obviously not true. Um, but these Trump believers, Trump supporters, and a lot of people were believing it, taking it, like running with it. Um, so it's just it it is funny um, and interesting that that's really apparent now that is people will run with anything they see on social media share it and other people will believe it so you can write anything you want to I, I guarantee you're going to have some believers. Um, you can do a fake article. I promise you, you're going to have people share it and believe it. Even if it's a 100% lie. People people will share it and believe it. That's just how, I mean, it's obvious. If, if you go on Facebook and all those posts they're sharing that are fake news, boy, it's crazy what the people believe. So, that's what comes out of this election for me is just pure false information and the belief of it through social media. Uh, so just be careful what you believe um, and be careful like the false news on social media. Me personally, I don't 
you know, you can believe it if you want to. I'm just kind of warning you because nobody wants to believe these false information, false uh, articles and false, you know, you don't want to be one of those people who are just believing it and it being false and then you tell somebody and then they'll be like, well, yeah, that was false, you know. You, you don't really want that to happen. Ideally, obviously. So, that is just a little bit about social media and the easily believed and shared false information. Um, it's probably more than just, well, it is social media, but I was going to say it's more than probably Facebook. Um, but that's where it really digs in is Facebook. Um, but Twitter has it too, and people screenshot it and share it. So, uh, just be careful. Be careful what you believe. Uh, be careful with the truth and facts. And um, I know during the election you want to support Trump and all that stuff, but j- just remember what is fact and what isn't fact, I guess. you know. Watch out for the false information that's given to you. So, with that said... I was just a little bit about the election. I was just wanting to hit on it a little bit. Uh, but social media was definitely one of the things I wanted to bring up because false information is very, very scary and very prominent right now. Uh, I had some more to say. I don't know where to go with it. Uh, let's see. I'm thinking we were going to go with Lamar Jackson not playing very well this year. Little football talk. No, NBA talk. Well, we can hit on, hit on football real quick. Lamar Jackson, not playing well this year. Um, the Bucks got absolutely torn apart. The Steelers are undefeated still and beat the Cowboys. And the Cowboys look good, though. They might be able to turn this around because that division is awful. Um, so they they might have a slight outside chance to turn this around and make a playoff. Um, they did look really good though. They looked good defensively last night, and then they looked good enough on offense. Uh, one by, bad pick by Gilbert, but that was it was a little bit rushed. There was definitely a penalty on that play they missed. Um, so there's that. The the Cardinals, Miami, Tua, and Murray went head-to-head. Miami's looking pretty solid this year so far. Um, you'd think they're probably still a year away. you probably think they're probably still a year away. Uh, and the Seahawks got blown out by the Bills. Josh Allen went off. I will say this, Josh Allen's not the most accurate quarterback, but um, when he finds his rhythm, he can run and pass fairly well. Um, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens won, but Lamar's still kind of out there, kind of struggling a little bit, but I think he'll find it. I think he had some injuries that he's, that's been kind of hitting all year. Um, so there's that. The Giants beat the Redskins. Um, for that terrible division. So that's just a little bit. My fantasy team won. It's always a good thing. I think I'm going to be 6-3. and three. 
I still got some work to do. I don't really have a running back. So now what I wanted to hit on real quick because we don't have much, much time. Uh, the NBA is going to start December 20th, 22nd, I believe it is. Um, man, that's early. I don't think LeBron's happy about it. Uh, but from from a business perspective and salary perspective, these guys had to do it because uh, they were going to lose out on money on their salary. The NBA was going to lose out on money. Uh, so you, you had to. It was almost a have-to for the players to accept it. Now, it is going to be rough for a guy like LeBron because uh, you got to think LeBron's going into what is, I don't know, he's going to be 36 years old almost about to turn 36 in his 18th year I think and with only maybe about two months off October November December I think I think that's correct I think almost two months off is all he's gonna be getting uh, when they start back up and I don't know if that's time for his body to as many games as he's been playing and as often he's been playing, I don't know if it's time for his body to kind of um, heal. A lot of these other teams probably don't feel too bad about doing that. Um, the main two would be, obviously, the teams in the finals. Uh, but then maybe some of the older teams. So I think that's what we're getting into. I think LeBron will be resting more this year. He's got to try to keep his legs under him and try to just stay healthy uh, because it is it is a grind. It just means, though, and another part of it, he is in very good shape. But he's also going to have to continue to grind on his body when probably he usually takes you know a little bit of break here and there, probably slows down during the, the time off. Um... So at 35, about to go on 36, it's probably going to be a rough one, a rough start to the season for him, if I had to guess. Um, he will be in game form, but I don't think he'll be able to play all 72 games. I'm thinking maybe 60 of the 72. It is probably not necessarily by choice, but... I mean, he just now got off from a grueling, like, playoff. And then two months later, he took maybe a vacation, probably grinded to get people to vote, and now they're going to be back on it and doing it. And they're not going to have a bubble, so who knows how the COVID's going to mess with things. So, that's just where it's at. Um... Yeah, but some teams are going to be completely fresh. I mean, there's teams that didn't even get to come back to the bubble that are probably ready to go. They haven't played since, what, March? Maybe February? I think it's March. But, yeah, they haven't been playing. And they got a while. They've had a while to rest up, get everybody ready. Mainly, mainly who I'm thinking of right now are the Warriors. Um, the Nets should be pretty fresh, though, too, because their two stars haven't played in a long time. 
Uh, they they played, the Nets did, but the, their two main stars haven't played in a long time. So, there's an early start um, as far as based on when the season ended. No, not a lot of rest time, not a lot of time in between. But it looks like the 22nd is what we're looking at. And that means they're going to have Christmas Day games, which is huge. I would almost imagine LeBron might set out opening day and just play Christmas Day. Um, but it could probably go either way on that. Because I don't know. He's definitely going to rest, though. Like, you got to say, guys. Text message from wife. And it's probably not just LeBron. It's going to be other guys, too. But these older vets... Um, I will say Kevin Durant obviously will be ready to go because he hasn't played in a long time um, but I don't see him because they're still getting 72 games in and starting about a month and a half later so the schedule is going to have to probably be a little condensed um, and if that's the case I see I don't see somebody like Kevin Durant playing back to backs um Zion, though, they got to get him. A guy like Zion, who's a youngster, I think he's got to play back-to-backs. I, I think they got to play that guy more, um, give him more minutes. I know you're trying to protect him, but if you try to protect him too much, it's going to be negative. You know, It's not going to work out if you try to over-protect him. So, that was the presidential race. We talked about the presidential race. We talked about social media, um, people believing false news, and we hit on the NBA and NFL. So we got a little spread out. And this is the Monday edition of the podcast on the, I think it's November 9th. So check for us. We're going to be back on Friday this week. Hopefully we're going to get us back in there. And this is the Go Channel Podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Subscribe, follow, come back and listen. We are back with the Goat Quote of the Day. This one comes from the liars out there and the truth tellers. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. So, if you're telling the truth, then it's the truth so you don't have to remember it because it is what it is but if you make something up and you lie about it then you have to try to remember your lies and I know some people out there who are just liars and they'll make a lie up about anything and they'll keep the lie going but that lie will change every time because they don't remember their first lie so then their lies just build up and they continue to lie about it and you'll hear five different stories so basically the goat quote of the day if you tell the truth you don't have to remember anything and we'll be right back after this break Thank you for tuning in to the Go Channel Podcast. If you like any of this material or any other material, go to check out the YouTube and all my links. Appreciate you listening. Until next time, go out.